Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 55 of the Neuro Experience Podcast. I'm Louise Nicola. I am your host. And in today's episode, I'm going to talk about ashwagandha, what it is and why you should take it. Let's get into it. Guys, welcome to the show. Welcome wherever you're listening um, in on. And I've actually been seeing the stats. A lot of people globally are listening to this. I love it so much. It is a global neuro experience. Fact of the day. I heard this this morning and I had to look it up and it's real. So I wanted to uh, share this across the board. It's quite funny. Um, Before becoming Posh Spice, Victoria Beckham used to dress up as a sperm for a BBC sex education show. Why did I want to share this? Because you know what? You can dream big no matter where you start. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's where you're going to end. And sometimes you have to do the grunt work to maybe get you to your goals, even if that means dressing up as a sperm. Let's get into the show, guys. Um, so do you know what brain fog feels like? You've probably heard of the term, uh, but you probably don't know what it feels like. And you probably experience it and don't know you're experiencing it. You know, when you wake up in the morning and it's like, you feel like you've got cloud and dust in your head and in your mind and you're a bit unsure about what day it is or you're like, oh, whoa, what's going on? You know, you're kind of confused. Uh, It's kind of like I call brain fog a peanut butter buildup. Now, If you've ever experienced feelings of confusion, fuzzy thinking, forgetfulness, lack of mental clarity, uh, inability to focus, um, you've probably experienced brain fog because they are the symptoms of brain fog. So it's just like you can't think, in other words. So brain fog, also called, called brain fatigue, is a symptom of many different possible issues. So brain fog can come from uh, food allergies, seasonal allergies, mercury poisoning, so get off the tuna, uh, stress, adrenal fatigue, chronic fatigue syndrome, so many more. Now, what's been happening in the world in the last, you know, let's say 10 years, people are getting brain fog, but they don't know what it is because it's not really out there. So they go to the doctor and the doctor gives them a pill. But let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, there is no pill for brain fog. In fact, brain fog isn't even a medically recognized issue. Now, brain fog isn't the issue. It's the side effects. So it's not brain fog itself. It's the side effects of brain fog. Okay. So something else is going on in the body and If you've experienced this frustrating and at times debilitating symptom, then you'll want to know how to overcome it. Now, let's look at ashwagandha. Yes, you've probably heard of it. If you haven't, it's an Indian ginseng. It's like a powerful Ayurvedic herb. I hate saying that word. Um, But research shows that ashwagandha has some potential for mental, physical and emotional health. Now, I started experimenting with nootropics um, a few, I would say a couple of years ago now, and I came across across ashwagandha. Actually, a a good friend of mine uh, referred me to rhodiola and ashwagandha a few years ago and I never really got into it. Um, and then I started taking it probably about 
18 months ago and I did it uh, purely for adrenal fatigue. Now, scientific studies reveal that ashwagandha is beneficial for numerous issues, including um, including reducing the stress hormone cortisol, which is what I just um, spoke about um, in the adrenal glands. That's why I started taking it. But it's also useful in inhibiting like tumor cell growth. It, basically, what ashwagandha does is, is it's a nootropic. It enhances your cognitive function. Let's look at this in plain English. Basically, the benefits of ashwagandha are it improves thyroid function, uh, helps you with adrenal fatigue, helps you stabilize blood sugar, uh, it helps you reduce fatigue and increase well-being, it helps you improve sleep, uh, boosts immunity, etc. Now, why am I talking about ashwagandha? Well, two main reasons. If you can get anything from this episode, it's the fact that ashwagandha can immediately reduce cortisol levels and can help in reducing stress and anxiety. So cortisol, we know that it's known as the stress hormone because your adrenal glands release it in response to stress. Now, we know that a lot of us are probably walking around, uh, we're all cortisol junkies. I think that from the moment we wake up, your cortisol levels are naturally high in the morning. So we've already got cortisol and that's before we've even started our day. So can you imagine how much cortisol is going through your body at about 7 p.m. at night? So naturally, we want to be doing anything we can to reduce this stress hormone. But unfortunately, in some cases, cortisol levels uh, become chronically elevated, which can lead to high blood sugar levels and increased fat storage in the abdomen. So ashwagandha, it says in in the research paper that I've been reading, it says that it can help reduce cortisol levels. Now, in one study in chronically stressed adults, they found that when they supplemented with ashwagandha, they had significantly greater reductions in cortisol compared to the controlled group. So those taking higher doses had a 30% reduction in stress on average. So you can take ashwagandha supplements to help you lower the cortisol levels, um, lower your stress levels, and um, you know be dramatically uh, more calm and be able to think better and eventually be able to eliminate that brain fog. So ashwagandha is probably perhaps the best known for its ability to reduce stress. So guys, how can you get ashwagandha? So it comes in three forms. Now, I would definitely suggest if you're going out and you're researching this herb and you want to know how you can possibly ingest it in the best way possible and you know in the most organic form, then you can get it in three different ways. First and foremost, the dosage and the way ashwagandha is used depends entirely on the condition that you're trying to treat. So there's no standard dosage that's been studied by modern clinical trials. However, ashwagandha can be used in powdered form. Like I stated, um, it, it can be used in dosages ranging from around 400 milligrams to two grams. You can buy it in capsules, powders, or as a liquid extract from a health food store uh, or supplement store. So I would suggest researching the brand first, make sure the brand is credible, and then going out and getting this ashwagandha and including it into your morning routine. I don't know if you guys are taking any supplements out there. If not, I'd love to know why 
why you don't. Um, and if you believe that, you know, you, you're performing at your peak already without these, then I, I that that would be really good to know because I'd love to know what you guys are thinking. Um, I myself do take um, a lot of different nootropics and a lot of different supplements in the morning. So I would definitely suggest taking your ashwagandha uh, first thing in the morning. So if you are experiencing any type of stress, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, definitely pick this up. And anybody that has anxiety, anybody that undergoes any type of fear, anxiety, or they feel that at around 3 or 4 p.m. that their um, their stress hormones and their anxiety is going through the roof, then this is another reason why ashwagandha would be um, imperative. Oh, not imperative. It may be, it will be great for you to take to help you with these issues. Now, are there any side effects of taking ashwagandha? So ashwagandha is generally considered well tolerated in small doses, but there's really nothing in the research that suggests that any um, anything long-term could have any possible side effects. So pregnant women should avoid using ashwagandha because it can cause early delivery. And this is, let me tell you, this is just based on the research and the worst possible case scenario. So another potential concern for these types of herbs is that the manufacturers aren't regulated by the US Food and Drug Administration, FDA. So this means that you need to research your brands. This goes for anything, anything that I put out here, on any any supplements, if you are planning to take any at your own will, then I would strongly suggest that you look at the labels and you look at the brands and see if they are FDA approved. Go and look at the reviews they have. Do your research before you take anything. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this um, episode on ashwagandha and I'm excited to know if you do take it. If you do, um, let me know how it goes and have an awesome day. 